diabetes and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, mobile apps to take the show with you anywhere. 
Nash FM 106.1, and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. And if I can get a little drum roll, maybe I may a, a round of applause. I'm finally got the Instagram thing figured out. So, again, we're now on Instagram, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. It's only taken me a decade, uh, but we got it together. So, again, you'll be able to find stuff on um, on our Instagram page as well. The podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but we're everywhere. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside and Rolling Sports. Doug Mouton was on the show today uh, from, uh, from WWL-TV, Channel 4 Sports. <laughs> he is just so good, and he's got so much energy, and he's so knowledgeable. It was a fun hour. I mean, it just blew by. And we covered it all. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pels. All covered um, on, on today's program. So, again, hope you get a chance to check that out tonight. 6 o'clock on LAE TV. 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Uh, 9 o'clock tomorrow night on Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on the WLE TV YouTube page. And it will be on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages this evening. Uh, for those of you that are looking for that, listening to the podcast, and want to check out the uh, uh, the TV show as well. On today's program, Gary Smith will join us in just a couple minutes uh, from Noel.com, The Wave Report, Advocate, and Times Picayune. Glenn Gilbo of OutKick will join us at 435. We'll talk SEC Saints and LSU with him. Ali Cassell, The Bird Rights, will give us the postmortem on the first um, uh, game uh, for the Pelicans this season. Again, they uh, a loss yesterday to the uh, 76ers. Again, 117 to 97. Folks, one of one of 82. One of 82. One of 82. And, of course, I'll talk a lot about that in, in, in the uh, 5 o'clock segment. Uh, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll be open there in that, in that particular segment. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, of course, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, uh, the Hideout um, Bar, and, of course, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. When I mean late, I'm talking 2 a.m. I mean, look, I hear it all the time. I say it all the time because it's the truth. We were a 24-hour city before Katrina. Uh, again, as we got into the pandemic, less of a 24-hour city. I can tell you right now, you're looking for a late place to eat. The Oceana Family Restaurants are open. Uh, come on in, grab, again, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. An extraordinary cocktail made by, again, great mixologists. Uh, beautiful courtyard you can dine in during the day or the night. Again, daytime, beautiful cocktails, uh, grabbing a meal. Nighttime, spectacular. Uh, you've got picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. If you're a people watcher like myself, man, you get up in those windows, you'll have a grand old time enjoying a great meal, cocktails, and checking out all the uh, revelry on uh, Bourbon Street. Also, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in and have your next event. An event there is fantastic because you are literally right on Bourbon Street. Uh, plus, you got that Bourbon Street balcony. I mean, just fantastic. Uh, you can, again, it's family-friendly, but, again, a place where you can uh, bring that significant other for a date night, a night out, friends getting together. Together for a wonderful evening, a dining experience. Of course, again, anytime's the right time for Old New Orleans Cookery. Order online or for delivery or find out more about uh, the menu and everything you need to know about Old New Orleans Cookery at nolacookery.com. You know, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program uh, from the Wave Report, which is this website, which is the most comprehensive Tulane website there is on the planet. And, of course, also with Noel.com, the Times-Picayune, and the advocate, it is Gary Smith. Gary, how are you, bud? Doing well, Eric. Doing a lot better than I was six years ago. And first, (laughs) I'd like to apologize to you and your listeners for uh, what happened to me six days ago, right before I was supposed to appear on your show. I was driving my car. I tried to cut around the corner. 
in front of a truck. The truck pulled right into me, and mm. I don't think he had his turn signal on, but in the eyes of the law and probably reality, I, I was at fault. My phone got knocked under the seat, and it was about a half an hour later when I, 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 I remembered the show. But I, I wasn't <laughs> hurt. My kid who was in the car wasn't That's hurt, great. And, and we're doing fine now. <laughs> That's good. That was the mo- that was yeah. the the most important thing. Uh, yeah. We 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 treaded through it. It was not a big deal, yeah. but again, um, mm-hmm. glad that you got you and your son are all right. That's a scary situation. Yeah. It really is, especially yeah. when you got kids in the car. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, look, let's start off. We were going to talk. Hey, look, it, it has gone like a one eighty. Last week we were going to talk about possible re- regionalization. Yeah, yeah. The American Athletic Conference, the Conference <laughs> USA, and Sun Belt. Uh, that has totally changed with um, uh, Mike Oresco, who is the uh, uh, American Athletic uh, Conference Commissioner, who has really been, you know, the CUSA the was trying to push this. The Sun Belt was mm-hmm. trying to push this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he decided he is going to go in and poach uh, some teams from the Conference USA. Why don't you take it from here, talk about the teams. And, and of mm-hmm. course, this, is, this has a lot to do with TV market size more than yeah. anything else. Yeah, it has a, a lot to do with a lot of things. And I, I'll say – when it comes to conference realignment in the past, I, but with Tulane fans, I had a reputation for being a little bit negative. So I kind of soft soaked it um, this time around, but I, I knew the second that Oklahoma and Texas applied for the SEC, that nothing good was coming to the AAC. It may not, it's not fair, but it's the reality in terms of the conference doesn't have a lot of cachet, certainly compared to the big 12, um, which even the shell of the big 12 that it was now, um, I kind of had a feeling this is what was going to happen. The big 12, of course, rated Cincinnati and, uh, and Houston and UCF. And it really left right. the American athletic conference with no good options. Um, and, I personally think they chose a bad one, um, but it doesn't really matter because they're going to have a hard time being relevant in, on the national scale period after losing losing those three teams. But, yeah, they, they added six teams today. They rated Conference USA definitely market size. I think market size has been proven to be pretty irrelevant over the years because if the fan base in a particular market doesn't care about the team, it doesn't really matter what size the market is. I mean, Rice just doesn't have they, – they have no cachet in Houston. Um, so I, I'm not a big fan of that. But uh, so they they added six teams. They added they added Rice. Um, they added Charlotte. They added Florida Atlantic. They added North Texas. They added U- Texas and San Antonio, and they added UAB. Of that six, I think UAB and and Texas San Antonio were were good choices. Um, Texas San Antonio actually has a pretty big fan base for for a small school that hadn't been playing football very long. Um, they're undefeated this year. Uh, I think they've got a lot of potential. UAB was a was was the top team I mentioned that the, the conference should, should, should add when, when all of this came down. But, but, but the other four, uh, yeah, these are the numbers. North Texas has had six winning seasons in its last 26 years. Rice has had six winning seasons in the 21 years. Charlotte has had one winning season in the eight years of its history. Now it's younger, so you could make a case for them, I guess. And, and, and FAU has had five winning seasons in, in, in 16 years, and, and a couple of those came under Lane Kiffin. Um, they're not normally going to have a coach like that at, at, at FAU. So I don't – you know, this is a conference that has been – was labeling itself a power six with some justification in terms of on the field performance. Those days are over now. But again, I don't like these choices, but there were no, there was nothing there was, if there were good teams out there, they would have already been in the AAC. So mm-hmm. I don't really, I, yeah, I, I, they, they, I, there was no real 
path for this conference to go. But if but it, but if, if it were me, I would have gone after some more successful football programs like right now, like Appalachian State and Coastal Carolina, that have proven they can win uh, consistently, as opposed to programs in big markets that have proven they can lose consistently. Right. Two two things. First of all, mm-hmm. again, I'm sure Resto's going to try to be able to hold on to, to that ESPN yep. contract. Right. That's you know, a big by getting deal. into the Florida market, the Houston market, mm-hmm. the Dallas Fort Worth market, and the San Antonio market. Uh, that that's going to help them, especially in the Charlotte market as well. That's going to help yep. them because of, just because of market size. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, and this is what I've been telling Tulane fans over the you know really since this broke over the last few days, is this gives Tulane an opportunity to win championships. You know, yeah. this is a this is this is a conference now where again Tulane can compete with every single uh, with every single team in every single school in that conference, and, that, and that's across the board: football, basketball, baseball. So again, instead of going into a, a, a season saying, "Man, well, maybe you know we might be able to get you know third, fourth in the conference, might be in the upper echelon," no, Tulane has a legitimate chance as they build their programs to be able to win this conference year in year out. They have to get better to get to that point. I, they, I certainly felt like they were trending that way uh, before this year. Hopefully, this is a one-year blip to this point with the with the one in five record. It's just uh, <laughs> there's just becoming a bigger and bigger schisms between the power programs and the and the other programs. But, Absolutely but you're right. That that was the and it's just going to keep getting worse on that front. And it's going to be harder to recruit the difference maker players that uh, were already hard to recruit. But you're right. <laughs> um, the key for Tulane now, and this was the key regardless of who they, the conference added after after getting rated, is to win and, and win consistently, which has not happened to this point. But they're certainly in much better shape with Willie Fritz's coach, despite the, the, the one in five record this year, than they have been in a long, long time. Um, so you're, you're right on, on that point, because certainly none of, none of these teams that, that were added to the league are, are a threat to Tulane. And of course, they could lose some women. Yeah, SMU and Memphis could be the next to go. Um, pretty, mm-hmm. pr- pr- pretty soon. Um, uh, Memphis is a school right now that I think probably has better, a better situation than than, than Tulane. But, uh, but you're right that that is a possibility. And one other point. I had thought they would go after some Sun Belt teams, but then then we get into the ESPN deal. You're absolutely right. They needed to keep that ESPN contract, and ESPN has a cheap contract with the Sun Belt, um, where they're not paying them very much, and they're getting content on air. So ESPN wanted no part of the AAC taking Sun Belt teams and and messing up <laughs> what little value they have in, in that contract. Conference right. USA's main contract is with CBS Sports. They don't have a contract with ESPN, and hence we see the AAC basically killing off. Conference USA by yes, taking pretty pretty much so, so that play they'll, they'll, they'll pretty much merge now with the Sun yep. Belt. I mean, yep. for the most that's part, that's what they'll do. And yeah, no you question. Know. And look, I mean, the, the way this thing kind of played out, I mean, it could have been a situation where, again, Tulane would have been in the Sun Belt, right? If they would have went with the other, with the other regionalization plan, there was a possibility yeah. again that the Sun I Belt did. would have would have had Tulane along with a lot of Louisiana schools in it. Uh, this is a much when you look at it just from a, 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 a TV standpoint, the mm-hmm. market size, attractiveness. This is a yeah. much better conference. It is. I, I never. I thought that was a no, a, a no go all along. But because that was that was basically desperate conferences worried that they would be out of existence trying to get yes. the AAC to agree to something that there was no way in heck <laughs> that the AAC was going to to agree to. I just the market size. I just don't know. I mean, when's the last time you saw Rice on TV? When's the last time you saw that? It, it sounds good in theory, and obviously it still matters. But in in in, in practice. 
I'm, I just I ha, I'm, I'm not sure where the the, the the eyeballs are generated by by taking teams from big cities, but but clearly that's 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 their the business model right now for the AAC. Yeah, it, it's market size. I mean that's mm-hmm. what it, I mean again that's that's yeah. the that's the model right now, and, mm-hmm. and then and then the hope that again that that these programs will will start to grow and and yeah. look Tulane is a perfect example, uh, you know for again that. You know, they're getting better athletes. Willie Fritz has stabilized the program. Uh, you look at a situation with baseball where it seems like that's stabilized. Uh, everybody's expecting a pretty good basketball season this year. On the women's side, again, you're always doing really well in women's basketball. Mm-hmm. And that's not an issue. So, you know, I mean, again, like the only, to me, the silver lining on all this is, yeah, you hate to see the American broken up because it really was a great conference to be in mm-hmm. outside of, again, the Power Five. But if you if you got to get in one, I'd like to get in one that you can win a championship in and, yeah. This this is it, a possibility, it, and it's still by far the best of <laughs> of the remaining conferences. There's there's no there's no debate about that. Um, so so there's that. Yep, no doubt. All right, hang in there. Got to take mm-hmm. a break. When I come back, I want to talk about tonight's game, uh, number twenty one SMU versus Tulane in Dallas. Uh, big game for Tulane. Uh, obviously, again, uh, uh, trying to be able to try to you know get back to some type of respectability at one and five. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's. Uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Don't forget about the hideout bar. Uh, and don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down. I'm telling you, don't sweat it. It's not a big deal because my friends at Burkhardt will be there quickly for you. 30-minute courtesy call before they come. Uh, Nate certified technicians doing only the work that's necessary. Uh, truly a company can trust. Uh, and it doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home. They are authorized to service all brands. Go with the pros. Go with the company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Pantene. Do you have dry, damaged hair? Try Pantene Daily Moisture Renewal Conditioner. The color-safe formula with Provi Nutrients repairs damaged hair without weighing it down. Repair damaged hair with Pantene. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhardt wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, also, again, um, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Lunch, dinner, but uh, with, with every restaurant. But Oceana has you covered with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get out there and enjoy a, uh, a meal at the, going to the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, Gary Smith back with us for a few more minutes. Tulane is uh, is playing tonight. For those of you that mm-hmm. didn't realize, they'll be taking on ranked SMU in Dallas. Your thoughts on the game? It- <laughs> I think it's winnable. I'm not saying Tulane's going to win. This is a SMU's dealt Tulane more heartbreak than any team in the country over the last six years. Tulane's 0-6 against them since uh, in the AAC and uh, 0-5 under Willie Fritz, even though Tulane was ahead in the fourth quarter of four of them, was ahead with three minutes to go in three of them and actually won the game in 2017 in in, uh, in, in in Dallas, except for the referees decided that Jonathan Banks hadn't crossed the plane of the goal line on the on the last play, and then the replay official refused to overrule it. But uh, so this is the SMU. Houston had a player advantage over Tulane in the sense that um, their pass rush is dominant. Houston's fourth in the nation in defense. They're one of the top sack teams. Tulane couldn't couldn't protect Michael Pratt. SMU not the same team. The problem for Tulane is SMU's offense is really good. Um, they, they know what they're doing. Their quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, transfer from Oklahoma, is um, leads the nation in touchdown passes with 26. Pass defense has been a Tulane bugaboo the last couple of years. That's the key. If Tulane can slow down SMU a little bit, I really do feel like this is a game where they can protect Michael Pratt and the offense can get rolling and score a lot of points and make this a game that becomes a one-possession game at the end, just like almost all of the other games with SMU have become. Now, again, they, they, they get one of their better players back at Nick yep. Anderson tonight. Uh, that's going to really help that defense. I think a lot of people kind of just mm-hmm. glazed over the fact, uh, again, they lose two players to the NFL, mm-hmm. and then, of course, the defense looks stabilized early. And then, they, and then of course, they lose a player like Anderson who makes a big difference for that second level of the defense. Yeah, I'm not saying it's directly correlated because they've got some several issues on defense, but, but the fact is – 
He sprained his ankle. He doesn't even know when, but he suffered a high ankle sprain before Tulane played Ole Miss, and he tried to play through it in that game in a lot of pain and obviously didn't play well, and that was the start of Tulane's descent where the defense was, was, was just awful for, for three games. He didn't play the next game against UAB. He didn't play against East Carolina. The defense played a little bit better without him against Houston, but, but didn't have anything left in the fourth quarter. He's the best tackler on the defense. He makes plays sideline to sideline, and he, he's the spiritual leader of the defense. On, on top of that, I, I do think that if he's healthy and he looks, he was running around well in practice this week, that he could make a huge difference tonight. Let's talk about the toss possible again. If there is such a thing at this point, turning around the season with, mm-hmm. the, again, just murderous row in front of them tonight, <laughs> next week against Cincinnati, and the final week yeah. against UCF. Uh, can Willie Fritz turn this thing around? I, I, I'm skeptical that Tulane can obviously get to a bowl game this year, but but who cares at this point? The, the, the key is winning tonight. <laughs> Tulane right. has not won on the road against a ranked team since 1984 against Vanderbilt. Wow. SMU is one of 10 undefeated teams in, in the country. That would be a huge feather in the cap uh, for yes. Willie Fritz. And, and look, the, the, the players want to beat SMU so bad, it, it, it's unbelievable because they feel like they should have beaten them just about every single time they've played them <laughs> um, since they've been here and they haven't won one time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati is going to be almost nearly impossible to win next week, and then Tulane would have to, if they beat SMU, they'd have to win out um, in, in November. I, that, that would be tough. Off, but but that's not important right now. The important thing is on national TV, on a national stage, showing that their one in five record doesn't reflect who they really are, and and, and beating one of the ten remaining undefeated teams in the country w- would do exactly that. Keys to a, a greeny win on offense. Keys to a greeny yep. win on defense. Yeah, just no mistakes on offense. <laughs> Willie Fritz was beside himself because the very first play against Houston. Um, false start penalty and he he, he, he just couldn't take it any <laughs> he's like hey, they drilled it over and over and then and then that's what happens Tulane is in the bottom three in the country in turnovers this year those two things can't happen can't have penalties can't turn the ball over if they don't do those things I think their deep offense matches up really well with with with, with SMU's defense um I think Michael Pratt if he's kept upright, he's had a week to recover. He's, he'll be healthier now than not 100%, but healthier than he's been in quite some time since the first half of the Oklahoma, since the first quarter of the Oklahoma game. I think Tulane can put up a lot of points on on an SMU, and they're and they're going to have to. The defense just has to make plays when they they're going to give up points to SMU. SMU's averaging 40 points a game. They they score on everyone, but the defense just has to make plays when it matters. Um, keep them to hold them to field goals. Come to, when it's third and 25, which SMU has been known to convert against Tulane in the past when they. Needed to to win games. Tulane can't let them convert those situations. If they do that, they'll have a chance to win going into the fourth quarter. Tell us a little bit about your website, which is a one-stop shop for all Tulane fans. Um, of course, what you got coming up for us in in the uh, in, online and in the paper as well, and folks, how folks can follow you on social media, my friend. Sure. First off, um, everybody should go check out. I, I did a big feature on Nick Anderson that ran in the paper today. That, that that's online. He, he's it's a, really he's, good. He's, really he's a good. Special guy. I mean, he's a, he made the story because he's a terrific quote and a terrific guy. It made it a very easy story to write. Um, so 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 that's the first thing. Um, website. I, I I have a take on on the on the new additions from from the American from in, into the AAC on my site and I'll have full coverage every every word that's uttered after the game tonight will will appear on my website before before I go to bed um, at tulane.rivals.com the waverport.com so the, that uh, and for, for you baseball fans out there Tulane's fall practice begins on Saturday and I'm, I'm I should be having an interview tomorrow with a with a preview of um, that that'll run at some point over the weekend and the advocate. Good. 
Well, wishing, wishing the best for the wave tonight. We'll talk about it again next week. Thanks so much for your time, my friend. Thanks for having me on the show. Gary Smith, again, Wave Report on uh, old.com and so much more. Hey, don't forget about Southern Tire. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it's your personal vehicle or fleet account, my friend at Southern Tire will treat your vehicle like their own. Look, if your vehicle's out of warranty, you're looking for a shop you can trust, that's Southern Tire. They have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASC certified technicians the dealerships have without those dealership sticker shock prices. At Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. We'll go to southerntire.com and check out all of the uh, services they provide for their customers. Even, again, don't forget that diagnostic page, which can help you if uh, ultimately, again, you need uh, help with your vehicle. That's Southern Tire, again, uh, in Metairie, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. People from all over Louisiana are taking advantage of five years zero interest financing at Diamonds Direct. But time is running out. You have until this Saturday to take advantage of this amazing offer. How about a $10,000 engagement ring for just $167 a month? Everything's included. Plus, a portion of proceeds from every purchase will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. This is the last week to take advantage of this offer. Five years zero interest financing through Saturday only and only at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue. 
back to In Wallens. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Coming up in just a couple seconds is going to be uh, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. want to remind everybody about um, uh, my, my, my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're in the market for a generator? Man, Burkhardt's got you covered. That's right. Uh, that's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Anywhere in the metropolitan area, uh, you need a generator, they got you covered. Single-day installs for you. Come in, sit down with you, do a consultation, whether it's your business or your home, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, power up your home or business when the electricity goes out, and then they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing available with generators. A lot of people look at generators and say, I can never afford it. You can pay it over time, and again, they have that, that um, uh, it's no longer a luxury to have a generator in South Louisiana. I'm sorry. If you own a home, you own a business, you almost have to do that. That's just almost a prerequisite here. So you can you can finance that over time. New install, quality check after after one month. They do that with everything that they uh, install. Burkhart, part of their customer service pledge. And, of course, uh, emergency service, 24-7, 365. Warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your, warehouse, for, for your generator. But also, if you utilize that generator 100 hours during the last storm season, and you got to get it serviced by a professional. Burkhart can come out and do that for you. All you got to do is give him a, give him a ring, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. Uh, our program today is brought to you by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, uh, and also, again, the, the Hideout Bar. And uh, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Look, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, if you love uh, going to a place where you can, again, check out all the games, kind of a sports bar atmosphere, but, again, a, a, a great restaurant to boot. Fantastic menu for you. Something for everyone. Uh, you're talking about uh, um, uh, Cajun Creole uh, cuisine at its finest. Uh, you've got amazing cocktails, a great beer selection. And then if you're a memorabilia buff like myself, oh, come on, man, you can get lost. It's like a museum in there. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. As for watching the ball game, uh, folks, over 30 TV screens from one end of the restaurant to the other. You'll never miss a play. Uh, even have even have the TV screens in the restroom. I kid you not. Okay? Order for online for delivery or find out more about the menu uh, at BobbyBears.com. They're open seven days a week. They're open late uh, for lunch and dinner. Late, uh, late, uh, Lake Villa and Veterans in memory. That's 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Yeah, you got to love Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right, let's head to the guest line. Uh, joining us on the program from Outkick.com is uh, Glenn Gilbo. Uh, of course, at, at LSU, B-Tweet, covers the Tigers, covers the Saints, covers the SEC. And we might even talk a little baseball with him as well. Glenn, how are you, bud? Good, good, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great. Before we get started... American League uh, um, uh, Championship, National League Championship. You're the baseball guy. Tell me a little bit about what's happening. Well, the Astros, uh, you know, they looked they looked in trouble just a couple of nights ago. They were down late in the game, came back one big, and then they won, won their second game in Chicago yesterday. So they go to Houston uh, up three to two, and they just got to win one game. In Houston, the best seven series, so they're in uh, they're in great shape. I mean, the uh, they're in great shape against the Boston Red Sox, right? Yes, yes. They beat the White Sox, now they're beating the Red Sox, and then they're <laughs> going to play the winner of the Dodgers and Braves. Contrary to what I have said, <laughs> yes, last week well, I had to play the Dodgers already. 
But, well, and that might be tough. Atlanta leading that series 3-1 right yeah. now and playing pretty good baseball. Right. Uh, I know our good friend Todd Graffiniti, a huge Dodger fan, is probably, again, uh, right, 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 at the, right at the guillotine right now, ready to chop his head off. But what do you think about that series? Well, that'd be awesome because, I mean, you know, the Astros beat the Dodgers in the World Series in 17, their former NL West uh, rival, even though, you know, there's an Astros on that series because of the, the signals but yes uh, yeah that'd be cool to play the braves again uh you know a former uh, nl west rival that played them in the in the playoffs in the past so that would be a neat world series for sure and hopefully i would uh be able to convince my superiors to cover some of that in houston well, pretty easy for you at that point. You can drive to Houston, and it's pretty – again, you could drive to Atlanta, Southeastern um, uh, Series at that point. It'd be interesting to see, again, how that plays out uh, again. Now, uh, as far as, again, the big story this week, and uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you've been telling it like it is, my friend, and, and I think a lot of people are, again, are, 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 are gravitating towards your columns at, at OutKick because you've, you've pretty much been straightforward on, on the situation with Ed Ogeron and LSU. First of all, your thoughts on Ed Ogeron being relieved of his duties by Scott Woodward on Sunday. He'll finish out the rest of the season. If they go to a bowl game, he'll obviously coach that. But he's done as LSU head coach. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I think he deserved a chance to finish the season. And, you know, I know the schedule looked rough compared to how they were playing, but that was before the Florida game, and he was fired before the Florida game. I mean, now it looks like they could they could win eight games, you know. But but Coach O, it seems like he kind of really it seems like he kind of quit um, when he saw what was happening. When he, you know, when people wanted him to quit, obviously, uh, and but it, it, it didn't seem like um, you know that he was interested in finishing the season. He was he was more, more interested in making sure he got the uh, the buyout. I thought. Uh, so it's really just been a strange uh, situation at LSU. I mean, the, the guy was three and three when he got fired. It's announced he's four and three and just beat uh, a ranked team. I mean, that is a strange time to get fired. And he also may be, uh, you know, the longest coach, lame duck coach ever. You know, LSU's had a couple of lame duck coaches like Curly Holman and Mike Archer, but that was only like two games. You know, and Jerry Stovall too, but he, he's going to be the, the a lame duck coach for for uh, five or six games. You know, depending if he goes to the bowl. So, I mean, I I think that was a good idea to keep him as the interim coach. But it's it's a very it's a very strange uh, circumstance, I think. Talk about talk about the buyout uh, again. You've written a lot about that over the last couple of days. Uh, Seventeen million dollars to Ed Ogeron uh, over an eighteen month period. He's not allowed to be able to coach in an SEC school. He's still going to have to testify in the Title IX situation, and he's going to be doing some fundraising and speeches for uh, for LSU, some appearances for LSU during that time, during that eighteen months. Yeah, I just I'm just uh, really don't understand why so many coaches have have buyouts it's it's ridiculous uh i mean i understand how some coaches have buyouts because you know you, you want to make sure you keep them you know like texas trying to get nick saban or or uh you know when urban meyer was was at florida and ohio, ohio state he's a, he's a high commodity but um 
you know, Les Miles and Ed Orgeron, even though they won national championships, they didn't deserve nearly the the uh, number of, of their buyout because no one was trying to hire Les other than Michigan, and uh, they didn't. They were split on him, and even though Coach Orgeron, you know, had a great record and had a great season in 2019, even at that point. No one was really trying to hire him or was going to try to hire him because they knew he was at his career job, you know, his, his destination job. And he had no NFL experience really except for one year. So he didn't need to give him that buyout because I, I think they just don't think it through. I mean, at the time, oh, it's fine. You know, he'll be here for five years. But it, it doesn't always work like that. So they end up, you know, spending a, an awful lot of money to somebody who's not going to be working. It's it's really ridiculous, and I think um, they should never let him have that buyout that large in the beginning. And he wouldn't have. I mean, it wasn't like he was going to quit if he could get a larger buyout. I mean, he had a huge raise. Right. You know, he went from uh, four million to uh, eight million after one or seven or eight million after he won the national championship. I mean, that's that's enough right there. You, you didn't need a large buyout. It's it's really bad fiscal decisions throughout athletics. Um. Some in your in one of your articles, it was talked about again that he gets his full buyout again for his silence. Uh, can you comment on that? Well, you mentioned that uh, you know he may have to uh, be a witness or deposition for title the Title Nine lawsuit. That you know he may not be, but there's, there's a chance he could, or, or there's a mm-hmm. there's chance he could have to uh, talk to attorneys representing the alleged. May have to be interviewed. Yes. Davis. And various guys, you know. So, um, so it was, I was that was an opinion of mine. I was thinking that LSU would probably rather not have him in the picture, being being interviewed by those people if he was a disgruntled uh, former employee who didn't get the buyout. And that's what was told to me by a prominent businessman that LSU wanted to make sure Coach O went away happy. And, and a lot of people believe that. You're not the only one. I mean, I posted that on my social media pages, and the response from people were, so, were again, the 99% in the affirmative. A lot of people believe, again, he knows where the bones are buried at LSU, and ultimately, even though he's a Louisiana guy, you don't want to let him go away again upset and aggravated about uh, this particular situation. Uh, he's a guy that wanted to make sure he got his full buyout. I mean, he pretty much made that clear, talking about hamburgers at the, uh, at the press conference, right? So, again, maybe that was the best of both worlds for, again, LSU and and Ogeron for both of them to go to be able to part ways happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, my first thought when I heard that they were trying to finesse that buyout down was because of some of uh, Coach Ogeron's, you know, the rumors around him off the field, in addition to his role as an enabler or looking the other way with Geis and Davis and, and, yes. and, and having knowledge of the Title IX lawsuit when, when, when Les Miles, I was thinking, oh, LSU has a lot on Ed, potentially, and maybe there's some stuff about Ed LSU knows that that hasn't been publicized. But also, Ed knows a lot about LSU. So that, you know, that was the crux of, of the column. They, they both have each other's uh, yep. skeletons, if you will. So, so what happens there? They make a deal. 
Yeah. By the way, again, uh, this is I want to put this out there because this, this was a big topic all week long that Ed Ogeron invited his girlfriends to uh, practice, had his had their kids running drills with the team. That has been debunked on social media by multiple uh, LSU current LSU players that that never occurred. Yeah, well, good because I never I never wrote that, but uh, you know, and, and that's that's ridiculous anyway. I, I remember when Mike Archer was the coach. Uh, you know, his kids were at practice and running around with the football. I mean, sometimes when a coach is under fire, some ridiculous stuff gets out there yep. that, that really doesn't have anything to do with anything. And, and and really, you know, Coach O messing with the UCLA fan about the sky blue jersey. I mean. That had nothing to do with anything. But it wouldn't have been a big deal if he was winning, okay? I mean, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Even the the off-the-field stuff with his personal life would have not even – look, they would have covered it up if he was still winning 10 games a year and challenging for the SEC championship. That would have been swept under the rug. The only reason reason it's even relevant is because, again, he lost focus on the program. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, you know, he he, – it, it, I mean, it doesn't matter to a, to a degree. I mean, the, the, you know, the stuff Les Miles was doing, if that right. would, had, had gotten out, it didn't matter that he was winning, or it shouldn't But But mattered. even then, they covered that up. You know, know what I'm saying? I'm saying? I mean, but, but maybe they're trying not to, to, to do that anymore. But, mm-hmm. but I, the main reason he's getting fired is because of the wins and losses. The 5-5 five and five season last year, and then the rough start this year. <laughs> they made kind of a early decision and maybe they made that early decision because of some of the off-field stuff that we might not know about that is true that got to uh scott woodward or maybe scott mm-hmm. woodward just wants this guy and he's he's using and he's, he's seizing the opportunity which may be true as well possibly but I, I do think some of the off the field stuff has something to do with it but again as i mentioned you know i'll, I'll put this in the context of he's winning nobody even hears okay. this stuff I mean, that's right, just, that's just right. the way it is, you know, at this point. Right. Hey, we've we just got a few minutes left. And I do want to, again, you're, you're, you're writing about the SEC for OutKick. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, at Arkansas this week. LSU at Ole Miss. Uh, Mississippi State at Vandy. Tennessee at, at, at Alabama and South Carolina at Texas A&M. Give me your favorite games for this weekend. Well, I'm going to the uh, LSU Ole Miss game, mainly because there's, there's not really another attractive uh game and, and because it is such a, a big news story now with, with Coach O as the lame duck. So I'm going over to that game and Lane Kiffin could be or could not be a, uh, a candidate for the job. There's, there's a story up on OutKick right now about Lane and Ed's uh, friendship and how mm-hmm. they've worked together a few times and have a lot in common. Um, but um, you know, I don't think the Alabama-Tennessee game is going to be much. Uh, so this is a, you know kind of another uh, kind of a light week in the league. Well, then break the game down for us. What do you think happens on Saturday afternoon in Oxford, Mississippi? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny. I mean, LSU played its best game uh, of the season last week in beating Florida when, when Coach O knew he was not coming back. And mm-hmm. possibly some other people around the program, maybe coaches knew as well. And he played awfully well. You know, uh, and then, I mean, I, I think I think they got a great chance of, of beating Ole Miss with the way they're running the ball now. Yes. Uh, you know, they 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 didn't really stop uh, Florida last week a lot, but they made you know they got 
four interceptions. Uh, I really like Ole Miss. They, they can run the ball, they can throw the ball, and they can play defense. Well, if and Corral's they, not playing, they're a different team. Well, I, I think Corral's going to play. I, I believe Coach mm-hmm. Joe there. I think Lane is, is throwing up smoke a screen. smoke screen. Matt, yeah. Matt said he was going to play. He only missed one play against mm-hmm. Tennessee. He came right back with a little uh, ankle or something. Uh, but he's he's going to be fine, and he's he's a you know he's a strong Heisman candidate. But I, I think it's going to be a very good game, and I wouldn't be surprised if LSU wins. Tell us about what you got coming up for us on, on at Outkick. How folks can uh, follow you on social media, and of course how they can find Outkick on on the uh, World Wide Web. Uh, Outkick dot com. It's easy as that. It's a no pay uh, website. They have a, a story of, of about the uh, fake. Injuries in the Tennessee Ole Miss game Saturday night. A lot of players faking cramps, particularly on the Ole Miss side. And uh, I quote Lane Kiffin and Saban talking about uh, that rule. <laughs> it's funny. Lane says, uh, you know, you got to uh, find the players or penalize them or something. They'll stop doing it. But his his team was the one doing it. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> uh, more than others. And um, I'll have. Uh, another story on the LSU Ole Miss game uh, up Saturday morning and then a, uh, a look at Alabama going into the Tennessee game, which is it's, which is not a robbery. You know, they've won 14 in a row going into that. And then, uh, well, hopefully uh, you'll be getting some Astro coverage from me before too long. There you go. Thanks so much for your time, as always, at LSU Beat Tweet. Uh, we'll talk to Glenn again next week. Glenn, have a safe trip up to Oxford. Okay, thank you, Eric. How are we going? You too, buddy. Glenn, Glenn Gilbo, US, uh, of, uh, I'm sorry, Outkick.com, uh, formerly USA Today. Hey, uh, folks, don't forget about Southern Tire, Hickory Nail Line in Metairie. Look, you might uh, run over some debris and get a flat tire. It might be time for you to change your tires out. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area with, again, a, uh, a t- tires for everyone's budget. Um, literally, again, high-end, uh, the middle of the road, again, to, again, very affordable tires, all at Southern Tire. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, financing is available. Also, ASC certified technicians, uh, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, plus even more. I'm telling you, some of the diagnostic equipment they got it at um, Southern Tire are one of a kind. You only get it there. Southern Tire, again, uh, if you're looking for a company you can trust, whether, again, it's, your fl- it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle, think Southern Tire. Uh, again, if you have damaged rims, don't throw the rims away. Southern Tire can get those rims repaired for you, get them good as new. Uh, they're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. You don't stay around since 1972 unless you treat your customers right, especially in this city. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Bobby E. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyEbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. 
Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meat Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. People from all over Louisiana are taking advantage of five years zero interest financing at Diamonds Direct. But time is running out. You have until this Saturday to take advantage of this amazing offer. How about a $10,000 engagement ring for just $167 a month? Everything's included. Plus, a portion of proceeds from every purchase will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. This is the last week to take advantage of this offer. Five years zero interest financing through Saturday only and only at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue. It's JCPenney's lowest prices of the season, and leaves aren't the only thing falling. Our prices are, too. Thursday to Sunday only, save with thousands of deals throughout the store, like Cook's or Black & Decker kitchen appliances, $17.88 each. Women's fall booties, now $24.88 a pair. And the best part, these prices are so low, no coupons needed. New fall styles, great fall savings. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items 1021 through 1024. Season refers to 9-7 to 10-24. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave this song surprisingly great lyrics. I love that rate of my new ride. State Farm hooked me up in the stars align. I'm both my home and auto policies. I switched and saved. Now I feel great. Gonna tell the world I can't wait. Baby, State Farm has the coverage I need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Rudy Dixon and I discussing some of the country music lyrics that uh, we listened to before the show comes on. Heard one today. You name the babies, I'll name the dogs. Okay, there we go. Uh, I want to thank uh, Glenn Gilbo uh, from US, from Outkick uh, and also uh, Gary Smith of uh, Wave Report at Nolo.com for joining us on the program. Uh, remember, the title sponsor for today's program is the is Oceanic Grill and the fam- Oceanic Grill family of restaurants, Oceanic Grill, uh, Mambo's, also the Hideout Bar, Bee Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. I'm talking one, two in the morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so those of you, again, that are looking for a late place to eat, grab a few cocktails. 
Got you covered at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And don't forget, Doug Mouton joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Coming up in the second hour, we're going to be joined by Alec Cassell at about 5.35. You and, uh, you and me at 5.10 uh, on. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? Join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
Signed New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program here on 106.1 FM. Also on our podcast, uh, all the major podcasting platforms. Heck, right now, we're on all podcasting platforms. If you find one we're not on, you drop me a line uh, at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get it up there. But we are everywhere. I found some obscure uh, podcasting platforms and put inside New Orleans with Eric Asher in it or Eric Asher and boom, it pops up. So that was perfect. That's perfect. That now again, we're, we're, we're out there. We're out there on the world wide web for you. Be able to catch the show anytime you want. Also, again, uh, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. That, that, those are mobile apps that can take the show with you anywhere. And also the podcast available on both those apps as well. Uh, Nash FM 106.1 and Eric Asher on, on, on the World Wide Web. Uh, don't forget about uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Um, just, a, just really a fun show and a show with a lot of great information. Doug Bouton, sports director at Channel 4 Sports. Uh, join me on the program. Uh, your first chance to catch that will be tonight at 6 p.m. on WLAE. Tonight at 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLA TV 2. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. And then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. We're on, uh, we're, we'll have it posted on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, uh, Eric Asher on Facebook. And, yes, we are finally on Instagram. I figured it out, finally, Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. So you'll have that there uh, as well. Uh, it will be on the WLA TV YouTube page for you to be able to check out at your leisure. And, of course, at ericasher.com. Ali Cassell will join us at about 5.35 this afternoon. Uh, we'll talk about last night's game against the Pelicans. I'll also talk about it as well as we go forward on today's program. But today's show is brought to you by one, one of, uh, again, our long, long-time sponsors. And that, that is, uh, again, the, the uh, family of restaurants of Oceana Grill. First of all, I want to tell everybody, Oceana Grill is open. Uh, again, they're pouring that, that last uh, few blocks of concrete. Uh, next thing you know, again, the barricades will be down, and you'll be able to walk directly into Oceana Grill on a brand-new street at, at Conti and Bourbon. But, again, Oceana continues to stay open. They are open late, uh, 1, 2 in the morning. They say 1 o'clock, but I'm telling you, it, it's closer to 2. Uh, if you love breakfast, and if you really love a great breakfast, you've got to check out Oceana's breakfast. I'm telling you, it, it, is, it, is the, it is up there with the best breakfasts in the city of New Orleans. There is something for everyone. It is an enjoyable breakfast. 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. with the breakfast service. Overlaps lunch, which starts about 10 a.m. and goes all the way to about 4 p.m. And then the dinner service starts at 4 p.m. and goes all the way until 1 a.m. or until, until again, uh, they close down the restaurant. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Uh, again, the Cajun Creole dishes at their finest for lunch and dinner. Uh, a menu that has got something for everyone on it. And, again, that, that's not, um, you know, me just trying to sell Oceana to you. I'm telling you, you look at the menu, you go to pick picky eater and I, I don't, we've been there with my daughter with my middle daughter who's a picky eater and again she found stuff that immediately that she she ate and loved so again uh, if you got a picky eater Oceana's the place plus fantastic cocktails when I tell you some of the best mixologists in all New Orleans right there at the Oceana family of restaurants fantastic cocktails dining there a French a fr- authentic French water courtyard have a few cocktails there 
beautiful by day, spectacular by night, then five private rooms for your next event. Literally steps off Bourbon Street. Can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. When they're not utilizing that for, um, uh, for a private party, they utilize that for their guests. Again, so they have a second floor in which you can dine in. Uh, it's it's family friendly. It's dog friendly. It's perfect night out for a night out with uh, you and, uh, and and your date, you and your wife, your significant other. Uh, again, family friendly. So again, if you want to bring the family together for a big get together, or again, maybe you've got a business meeting you have to deal with, they got you covered over at Oceana Grill. To find out more, oceanagrill.com, where you can find out the menu and everything you need to know. You know it by now, right? The best time off Bourbon Street, it's Oceana Grill. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. Yeah, you're right. All right, some really good news uh, coming out uh, this 5 o'clock hour. Number one, uh, multiple sources, okay? I'm, I'm grabbing this from Mike Trippett off ESPN because he's got the most concise list, but, again, even he doesn't have the complete list. Better days are ahead for your New Orleans Saints. As expected, a lot of guys back in practice today. Um, let me start off with Toronto Armstead. He was back. Eric McCoy was back. Traquan Smith was back. Marcus Davenport was back. Quan Alexander was back. Chase Hansen, the other linebacker, back. Nick Vedette, the uh, tight end, back. Uh, Ken Crawley was back. So all those players were participating, plus some more that, again, that Mike says that he wasn't able to to put on the the tweet. Not participating today. Michael Thomas is expected. Probably going to be a couple more weeks before he comes off the pup list. Uh, Concerning Taysom Hill coming off the concussion. Uh, maybe, again, that's just, uh, you know, out of an abundance of caution. They need him back. Also, wide receiver Deontay Harris with the hamstring. I hope that's out of a caution. Uh, uh, Chris Hogan was not seen at practice today either, nor was uh, running back uh, Dwayne Washington. And here's one that I didn't expect. Uh, defensive tackle Malcolm Roach also was, uh, was not at practice today. So uh, a lot of players coming back, some that we didn't expect and that, that would um, – that would uh, not be participating or not participating. So, uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I said this, I, and uh, I don't think I'm going on that big of a limb on, on the 21st of October, but based off what I saw in the first five games of the season, uh, and, and again, the again, I said this yesterday, I don't want to call it the maturation process of, of, um, of, of uh, 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 Jameis Winston, but I will say this. Uh, he's growing as a quarterback in this system, and I think he's only going to get better. Now, I don't think that Peyton is going to allow him to get sloppy and, and, and turn the ball over, which was his Achilles heel. But I do think that when Michael Thomas comes back, we're going to see more intermediate routes. That's going to open up, again, the deep ball even more, so you'll see more shock and awe. And I think it'll take some pressure off Alvin Kamara in terms of having to do everything from, again, run the ball to the medium, to the medium uh, and short routes. Uh, I love the way they use Kamara uh, uh, in the Washington game. I think that's got to be the recipe for the going forward. Again, mixing him up with, again, the, the, the running game with a short passing game. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen with, um, uh, with Lamar Miller. Uh, if, if ultimately he's a guy that can come in and, uh, and be, a, uh, be a guy that can take a few carries away from, um, uh, from Kamara because it's going to be necessary. Uh, the last thing you need is Alvin Kamara uh, wearing down uh, in the uh, wearing down uh, in, 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 the, in the third and fourth quarter of the season when, when you need him the most. So my hope is that either it's a, a Zigbo who they brought in, uh, who, uh, again, is a, is a, is a physical back, uh, you know, maybe again Tony Jones comes back and, and he's a guy that uh, is, uh, is, is healthy enough to be able to, to contribute. Uh, there's been some talk 
that, again, the, the Marlon Mack has been on the radar of the New Orleans Saints, the running back uh, from the Indianapolis Goats, uh, who looks like he's going to be moved by the trading deadline, which is November the 2nd, by the way. Uh, so maybe, again, that, that's the case. They have never really, uh, again, replaced Latavius Murray since he moved on to the Baltimore Ravens. And, look, it was a salary cap move. Uh, because they needed, felt like they needed help at, at, at the defensive back position. I understand bringing in Bradley Roby. I understand the, the, the tightness of the um, cap, but the cap is going to start to get some relief now. As you see some of these guys coming off injured reserve and coming off of the, um, coming off of the um, uh, practice squad, they're going to start opening up some more money here. And when they do, again, that's money in which they can utilize maybe by the trading deadline to be able to bring in some players or player that can help them at a position where, again, maybe they're a little bit weak right now. And running back is that position. that They need some help at running back, just so, again, you don't overuse uh, Alvin Kamara. Uh, look, I-, I think this is a playoff team. Okay, I, I just do. Uh, I think they're going to go on a nice run in the second, third, uh, third uh, quarters of the season. Uh, the big problem has been the last quarter of the season for the Saints lately. Uh, you know, again, getting injured, uh, down the stretch, Got key guys going out, and right when you're, again, trying to get set up for, for the playoffs and, again, teetering out in the playoffs. Hopefully, again, we'll start to see this team stay healthy. Uh, and uh, some of the young guys that have gotten a lot of playing time over the first five weeks of the season because they've been pushed into action because of a lot of the starters or guys that, again, were getting a lot of playing time, uh, didn't have a chance to be able to get on the field because of injuries. Uh, then now maybe we see a, a situation where this is an even deeper team. Look, they had great depth last year and the year before that. It was quality depth. It was veteran depth. In other words, you went to, you went to the, guy, the guy, guy that was below the starter. There wasn't a, a, a large difference in, again, the talent level and the skill level and, and the way that, and again, knowing the system. There's been a drop-off. There's no doubt about it. You see the drop-off on the defensive tackle position right now, uh, especially, again, rushing the passer from the, from the, from the interior. Uh, there's been a little bit of drop-off here and there. Uh, one place there hasn't been a drop-off is the offensive line. Let's face it, you know, Throckmorton coming in, uh, Ruiz, again, shaky in the first couple weeks, but he settled in at, at, the, um, at the center position. Uh, but, again, now having uh, McCoy and also, Armstead coming back. At least you feel good about Clap, Throckmorton, and, and if Ruiz has to move over, he can, he can move over. And, of course, you can't forget Hurst, who has, again, been a guy that's, that has filled in admirably uh, when he's been called on. Uh, the hope is, again, we're going to see that with this defensive line. That, again, now that these guys have gotten a little bit of playing time over the last few weeks, uh, and we got a guy like Anyamata coming back, you're able to be a, uh, Dennis Allen will be in a position where he can be a little bit more creative, right? Uh, we've seen Passigno do a pretty good job from, from uh, rushing from the interior. Uh, uh, Cam Jordan has been able to do that, although, again, I don't know if you want Cam Jordan to continually to do that. Uh, and then maybe, again, as you start to bring these guys back, you have the ability now, especially with Aquan Alexander coming back the, around, with Pete Werner playing as well as he is, uh, usually utilizing guys like uh, Bond and also uh, uh, Bond and uh, – trying to think of uh, the other linebacker, Quan Alexander, to be able to rush the passer. And then, look, let's face it, P.J. Williams, one of the really good things he does is rush the passer, as Gardner Gardner Johnson. So, again, you're seeing an opportunity maybe to do that there. Uh, So I'd like to see some more creative uh, uh, blitzes, uh, creating some, some, um, uh, some pressure since they have not been able to get to the quarterback consistently with four down linemen in the second and third um, uh, quarters of the season. That means that, look, you've got to lock down on the outside. Adebo has done a pretty good job. Uh, right now, Marshawn Lattimore is playing at, a, at an all-pro level. You've got to like the way Marcus Williams has come along, and Malcolm Jenkins has been steady. 
So, again, you may have to leave your, your back end naked and just allow them to be able to go one-on-one and start to put more pressure on the passer that way. Now, that could be the recipe for success going forward. On the offensive side, I already said it. You're going to have to run the football, but now bringing in back Michael Thomas, it's going to open up, the, again, the, uh, the, the long passes. Again, the, uh, the, 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 the second and third levels are, are going to be there uh, for Jameis Winston. And I expect, again, more big plays, uh, again, going forward uh, for this team once Thomas gets back on the field. So, again, just if you're a Saints fan, you just got to hope that, that, look, they've had their injuries early. That, they're, they're, that this is going to be a healthy team going forward because that's the only thing I think can derail this team at this point from not being a playoff team. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. want to talk some Pels. Uh, it wasn't the start that a lot of people thought it was going to be last night, right? But like I said, it's one of 82. And anybody that thought this team was going to come out last night against the 76ers minus Zion and, and go out there and, and be world beaters, they, they hung with them for about three quarters, you know, about, really about two and a half quarters. Uh, but then again, uh, the, the, really the, the lack of a bench, especially bench scoring, showed itself. We'll talk more about that on, on the way back. Don't forget, again, our program today is brought to you by uh, the Oceana family of restaurants. As mentioned, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery and Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's and the, uh, and the Hideout Bar, all are open late, all are open seven days a week for you. All have a tremendous menu, both cocktail menu and, of course, their, their uh, food menu. Second to none, get out there and enjoy a meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. You want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The Cantina Crispy Melt Taco from Taco Bell has a premium shell made from white corn and a hidden layer of real mozzarella pepper jack and cheddar cheeses. And now you're craving one because when you need a taco, you need a taco at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, if you uh, have an air conditioning system that needs help, uh, needs some work, needs some service, my, Bur- my friends at Burkhart can do it for you. They're authorized to service all brands in the industry. And, of course, with 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, they'll get there quick. Nate certified technicians, high certification in the industry, only doing the work that's necessary. Truly, for a company you can trust when it comes to your AC system, it's Burkhart. Uh, and if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, don't sign that contract with any other company. You at least let Burkhart come out and give you a price. Uh, you'll, you will be impressed by, again, Burkhart, uh, again, their, their attention to detail, uh, again, sitting down, listening to what your needs are. Uh, truly a company you trust, truly a family-owned and operated business since 1989 right here in South Louisiana. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You know, in, in the breaks, I usually run and, and try to uh, try to read up on anything that I, that I may have missed, you know, since we've been on. And i tell you what, this bombshell just came down from the uh, from the uh, NOLA.com Times Picayune. Lawmakers are not willing to be able to commit $90 million to the Superdome renovation deal. Uh, again, there's uh, Louisiana legislator, le- legislative leaders now, according to the uh, to the Picayune, are balking on a $63 million uh, debt forgiveness program for the Superdome that Edwin Edwards, I'm sorry, that John Bell Edwards' administration has framed as a key piece of, again, striking a new deal, an extended lease with the New Orleans Saints. Now, remember, you've had... Uh, You've had uh, Attorney General Landry that's been, chiping, uh, been chirping in uh, on, on, on a lot of the situation, what's going on with the Saints and the Dome and, the, and, and their particular um, uh, contract. Uh, Edwards have made a commitment to cover $90 million of the $450 million in stadium improvements. Uh, Treasurer John Schroeder, according to the Picayune today, said it was exasperated over the question whether the legislature would agree to finance some of the renovations that remained unresolved two years since, the, again, uh, Governor Edwards said uh, that the, that made the deal public. So uh, now they're in a situation where the, the state has committed about $3 million to the Superdome upgrades with another $25 million authorized but not guaranteed uh, through the state's construction budget. And y'all know how that goes, right? Construction budget, just because it's in the construction budget, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get done. Now, Edwards is proposing, again, that $63 million come from uh, for, for giving outstanding debts owed by the, by the Superdome Oversight Board, the Louisiana Stadium and Exhibition District. Uh, the Bond Commission would have to approve that debt relief, and as of right now, lawmakers are not on board. Uh, they, they better, 
Uh, they better realize they're playing with fire right now. That's all I got to say. You got Gail Benson, who, again, is an owner that wants to keep the teams here for, the, for again, uh, forever. Uh, she's willing to be able to give her fortune to, again, uh, the city of New Orleans, uh, whether it be uh, uh, nonprofits, uh, 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 charities, etc. And she's going to be able to, again, lift all boats with that. And, and, and now you're going to sit here and, and you're, you're going to uh, you're, you're gonna try to negotiate back and forth on this situation? Come on, man. A deal is a deal is a deal is a deal. And I talked about this two weeks ago uh, when, when, when it was talked about that maybe, again, that the, the state would have to build a new arena uh, for, for the New Orleans Pelicans. And I said at that point, Mrs. Benson needs to buy, build the new arena and, and allow the arena to go to be able to be part of, of, again, any sale of the New Orleans Pelicans to keep them here in New Orleans. Uh, you know, build a basketball palace and allow that to enhance the value of the Pelicans. Because one of the reasons why is, because of, again, the, uh, the pandemic, because of, of, of the overreaching um, restrictions put forth by Latoya Cantrell when it comes to COVID-19, uh, the, the, uh, l- when you look at the hotel motel tax that, that services the Superdome Commission and the Superdome and the arena and all, all, all the amenities that, again, we see when it comes to, again, the, the sports buildings here in New Orleans, it's dry. I mean, the money's just not there right now. So, again, the legislature may have to, again, pick up the, the, the pieces here. The thing that upsets me more than anything else when we get into these conversations about this is it's always North Louisiana versus South Louisiana. But when you look at, again, what the New Orleans metropolitan area brings to the, to the state in, in terms of tax dollars, okay, uh, again, it's not even close, okay, what we're, what we're doing. We are basically, again, propping this state up with the tax dollars that are generated from the New Orleans metropolitan area. So... The Saints and the Pelicans and professional sports mean a lot in terms of tourism, uh, quality of life, everything else that goes along here. You can't have a bunch of backwards-ass legislators from, a, from again, some small town in Bucktown, uh, uh, North Louisiana, or, or, again, Central Louisiana, uh, that, again, turn their nose up uh, against this situation uh, or, or, does, or do this along party lines because, again, they're against what a Democratic governor is trying to do, be able to make sure that these teams stay in New Orleans. So... This is frustrating. And, and again, with Edwards on his way out and not knowing who the new governor is going to be, that new governor better be, again, let's say Saints and Pelicans friendly. Because, again, this next lease is going to be the last lease in a lot of cases in the life of Mrs. Benson. And it's got to be a lease that's going to, it's going to be a, uh, an ironclad lease that would keep these teams here uh, forever, even after Mrs. Benson passes and the teams are sold. So don't screw it up, legislature. Don't screw it up. That's all I can say. All right, just a, a quick note because I want to go to Ali Cassell at uh, 535. Pelicans lose last night to the 76. Just like I said before, look, it's 1-82. One, one it was a tough shooting night, okay? Uh, the Pels were getting good looks. Again, for the most part, I thought they stayed away from bad shots, uh, but they, they just weren't falling. Here's the thing that really upset me about last night's game. Pels went to the line nine times. They were six from nine for nine from the free throw line. Uh, Philly was 16 for 20. You cannot tell me if you didn't watch that ball game if the, if the Pelicans were not aggressive going to the basket. Brandon Ingram got beat up every time he went to the basket, and they got no calls. Now, maybe this is, a, again, uh, you know, a stick-in-the-middle finger at um, David Griffin for his comments last year when uh, Zion broke his finger and going after the officiating crew. Maybe it was one of those deals for the first game. But the Pels got no calls last night, zero. Um, I thought they were attacking the basket. just weren't getting the calls. Look, when it comes to the shooting, don't get excited one way or the other. Call it first night jitters for the guys that were missing shots, okay? Uh, they're going to make these shots during the season. Defensively, they, there was energy and effort out there. But, again, look, 
It's the same old thing. You've got to be able to die, identify the shooters on the court. They did not do that. That's why they lost the game down the stretch. Uh, they got to get a hand in the face. Too many open looks for Sixer shooters last night, uh, especially, again, uh, guys getting there just a second late. And a second late in the NBA is, is a made basket. This is what it is. So, again, this team still has a long way to go to be a quality defensive team. But I did see the effort. I did see the effort. Uh, Brandon Ingram, I talked about him earlier. I talked about him. Look, he struggled early. But then it became evident he had to carry the team uh, offensively. He had 25 points, 12 for 26 from the, from the field, seven rebounds, six assists uh, in 37 minutes. But, again, 26 shots, no free throws. Come on. Come on, NBA officials. Um, the points in the paint. Pelicans will not lose the points in the paint. Zion gets back. They lost it 50 to 36 last night. That's not happening when Zion's on the floor. Uh, and then they got to they got to find some confident secondary scores. Look, I think you're gonna get some volume scores when it comes to Zion, Bi, and, and even Nikhil Alexander Walker, who again uh, looks like he's gonna be a volume shooter. He had 23 last night, nine for 16 from the field, four for eight from three-point land, and five rebounds. Uh, but that second-team rotation has got to ramp up the tempo, and there's going to be some willing scorers out there. I saw down the stretch, guys afraid to shoot the ball, looking for Brandon Ingram, okay? Uh, also, again, teams have figured out this alley-oop to Jackson Hayes. Hayes is going to have to figure out other ways to score. He's going to, again, he's not going to be the cheap ones going to the basket anymore. People know when he's in the game, he's looking to get above the rim, and now, again, the teams are, are planning for that. I do like the energy energy of, of Marshall, and I think that, again, Hart started last night. He won't be a starter for this team. It'll be interesting to see when those two guys are on the court, uh, again, the, the energy with the second team in terms of the defensive side of the ball. I'm interested to see that. Plus, I was impressed with Graham last night. I thought he was patient. I thought he let the game come to him. He had 18 points on 6-for-9 shooting, 4-for-6 on 3-point land, 5 assists. i like to see him get up that assist up to 7-8, maybe 10 assists a game. But, again, for the first game out, it wasn't bad. Uh, the, the guy that struggled last night was Valanciunas. Uh, he was not, he was, he was, what was it? He had, uh, he was three for 19. He had nine points. Of course, he was going against Embiid all night, right? Uh, but he was one for 13 within five feet. He had 12 rebounds. Look, I'm just going to say it right now. The dude got excellent looks all night long. He's knocking down the majority of those shots any other night. Now, I'll, I will say this, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll continue to say this. I think there's a little bit of a concern here when, when you talk to spacing when Zion comes back. But I guess they'll have to figure that out down the line. But, look, do not get overly excited, uh, upset by what you saw last night. It's one of 82. And we'll figure it out down the line again on, on again, how this good this team's going to be. I don't know how good this team would be. I really don't. I'm looking forward to seeing them in Chicago on, on, on Friday night. And it usually takes about the first quarter of the season to make up your mind on, again, what type of team you have. That might be even tougher if Zion Williamson is out any length of time. Coming up next is Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. He will tell us his thoughts on what he saw last night and what we can look forward to. Uh, again, this is, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, also, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Oceana Grill. And, of course, this half hour brought to you by Mambo's. Oh, man, three floors of incredible dining. That is, the, I'm telling you, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. The Bader Brothers went in, took an old, decrepit strip club that was nothing but problems. They gutted the place out. They come in. They put in these beautiful barge boards in, redo the restaurant, literally bars on every single floor, first floor, second floor, third floor, authentic New Orleans, New Orleans courtyard that you can enjoy in the French Quarter courtyard. Also, uh, not, you know, you got, they got a Bourbon Street balcony as well. And then, of course, New Orleans' own, Bourbon Street's own rooftop bar. The only rooftop bar that you'll find on Bourbon Street is right there at Mambo's. 
I'm telling you, first of all, the Cajun Creole cuisine is beautiful, wonderful. Uh, again, just a great dining experience. Magnificent cocktails. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, you can order online for delivery at mambonolo.com. Look, it's a perfect night out for anything. You're going out with friends to go hang out. That's great. You, you're going out on, on, on your first date or hang on out uh, for you and your wife, you and your significant other to, for, a, for a date night. Beautiful. Family coming out, they, they can handle that as well. It is just a great place to go, uh, again, for a, play, for a bite to eat, but also, again, to have fun having a few cocktails and laughs with friends. Uh, also next door is uh, the Hideout Bar where they have live music. It's an authentic French Quarter setting as well. Great food, drinks. You can make it a whole night right there in, in, in the uh, 400 block of Bourbon Street. That's right, 411 Bourbon Street. That's uh, Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. People from all over Louisiana are taking advantage of five years zero interest financing at Diamonds Direct. But time is running out. You have until this Saturday to take advantage of this amazing offer. How about a $10,000 engagement ring for just $167 a month? Everything's included. Plus, a portion of proceeds from every purchase will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. This is the last week to take advantage of this offer. Five years zero interest financing through Saturday only and only at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Again, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant. This half hour brought to you by Mambo's and also, uh, again, the Hideout Bar. Um, Ali Cassell joins us on the program from the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, bud? I'm great, Eric. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. I'm, 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 I'm waiting on something right now that, again, may, may put me into uh, total aggravation if, if ultimately a, a, a certain uh, Hall of Famer, superstar, greatest player, basketball player in the history of Louisiana is not on the NBA's all-75th anniversary team, and that would be Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, as of yesterday, he was not on the team, and they've been announcing a few players each and every day and I'm going through the list right now. They have not announced the, the, the rest of that team. Uh, I, I, for the life of me, Ali, I don't understand why they just didn't go with the top 50 and, and, and then add another 25 to it of again, more modern players because it's, um, it's a situation where, you know, some of the, we even had some of the more modern players on the, on the 50th anniversary team that were playing. Uh, but the, the, again, the, looking at the at the at the list, there's a danger that guys like Earl Monroe and Pistol Pete Maravich won't make the seventh fifth anniversary team. Right, but I, what I'm hearing is I think he I think he was just selected, um, Eric. Was he in the well, last half hour? Or so yeah. So, okay, because I've so been looking, I've been I've been refreshing, and I didn't see it. Yeah, check on NBA Twitter. I I noticed that earlier, and there's articles out there now about it. Right. So uh, good, good. That that that's that's that that. Yeah, he was one news. of the most fun players, no doubt. People didn't watch in the seventies. I didn't, but I watched YouTube videos and stuff. And right. Yeah. Hey, if he wouldn't have made that, would have been a travesty. Well, it's probably, I mean, look, his his career was shut cut short by the knee injury. First of all, okay, mm-hmm. uh, he never really played with a great team until he got to Boston. Uh, in Boston, when he got there back in in, in nineteen seventy nine. Uh, again, uh, 1980, pardon me. Uh, again, he got to play one year with Larry Bird. And, and then, of course, he retires because, of, again, a lot of infighting that was going on behind the scenes uh, within the coaching staff. Chris Ford was a, was a problem there as well. And then, and then uh, ultimately, he retires. The only thing the guy wanted in his whole career, high school, college, pro, was a rink. And, of course, the, the Celtics win the championship in 1981. He could have been part of that team. They invited him back. They wanted him back on the team, and he decided, again, he didn't want the drama and ended up, ended up uh, retiring. Uh, to me, again, still one of the greatest showmen, still one of the greatest guards in the history of the NBA. It would have been a travesty if he would not have made that team. No, I agree. Uh, some people were nitpicking what he only had played 10 seasons in the NBA. Right. You talked about the ring. But no, anybody that saw him as a talent, he's one of the most talented to ever play, whether it's in his generation or overall. And the biggest thing is it's just unfortunate he's not with us anymore, right? Suffering that yeah. heart attack while playing pickup basketball when he was, what, 40 years old, I believe. Yes. Hard to believe. Again, look, look when they did the autopsy, and everybody knows the story around Louisiana, right? Uh, he had the heart defect. Uh, again, the, the, they were, my doctors were amazed that he even had a, 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 a that he was able to play basketball, much less have a pro basketball career. Uh, but just an amazing, amazing player. And I'm glad to hear that he made the 75th anniversary team. All right. Ali, I know you've been getting it all day long. I got it last night as soon as the, the game ended. Again, uh, people are already bailing on the Pels, and I keep telling everybody it's one of 82. It's the new coach's first game. There's so many new players. Zion's not on the court. We need to pump the brakes a bit here, okay? Give us your thoughts on what you saw last night. Absolutely. You can't just look at the end result, which was, of course, a difference of 20 points, which is not good, uh, right, at, at home. 
But you've got to consider a lot of things, and you've already mentioned several factors. Number one, without Zion, this is without a doubt at least a 10-win-less team. So they're going to lose a lot more games than that they probably should win if they were at full strength. But overall, I was impressed that there was an effort that we didn't see last year in terms of guys fighting over screens, doing all the little things that we had hoped to see and we saw in the preseason summer league. But I saw it throughout the first half yesterday, and that was the reason why they actually made a comeback. You know, Philly got off to a great start. Joel Embiid was even hitting threes at the beginning of the game. Then Tobias Harris was finding his own. And the Pelicans' offense started slowly, but it was their defense that got him into it. And I think that's going to be the hallmark, and it has to be, especially with Zion out. So you saw that in action, but you also saw some other players. And we've got to notice and, and talk about their backcourt, starting backcourt. Everybody's worried, no more Lonzo Ball. Who are you going to replace Eric Bledsoe with? Well, I thought Nikhil Alexander was fantastic from the, from the get-go. And then Devontae Graham sprinkled in 18 points by making, what, 4-3. So those guys are going to be fine. Valanchunas is not going to have three for 19 games. I mean, that was the worst of his nine-year career. So that was an aberration. And once, you know, Trey Murphy and these rookies and the guys coming off the bench figure out, you know, what the all NBA game's all about, that it's not preseason basketball, they'll be fine. Because getting only five points from Cairo when the game still mattered was clearly not enough. So I think they've got the weapons. They've got the talent. That vibe, it's there. Um, they could have, you know, honestly surprised Philly with a win had they executed a little bit better, gotten the free throw line yeah. a little bit more, right, Eric? Only nine free throw attempts and missing a That's whole bunch crazy, of huh? That's going to hurt as well. Yeah, that's the other thing. Look, I thought they were aggressive to the rim last night. Uh, Brandon Ingram, again, what, 26 shots, got, got no, no calls, and he was going to the rim constantly. Uh, you know, Valanchunas, 3 for 19. Uh, Christian Clark, I think I had it in, in, in one of his tweets, 1 for 13 from 5 feet away. That's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just it was a little bit of a work in progress last night. I expect to see uh, uh, them playing much better against Chicago on Friday night. But just your overall thought on or just on thoughts on what you saw last night in terms of the talent level of this team. We'll see how it meshes, and it's gonna be a different team with Zion. But just basically the the pieces there, and, and how you think they may may ultimately fit once we get into the season. I think the pieces are there, and I think hidden in yesterday's game was the fact that Brandon Ingram has taken another step. He was, he had 16 drives last night, and he had some drives that he would not have been able to make a, just a year ago where straight line drives, right, somebody's riding his right or left shoulder, normally would have pushed him off, right, away from the rim. It didn't last night. He got to the rim every time he wanted. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to finish because Philly's defense is good, and there was a lot of missed calls. I was up close on some of those, and, and there was a lot more than just ball contact, believe me. So that, that was a little bit of an injustice for a guy that's been, I thought, has proven himself in the league. But Brandon Ingram is going to be able to now score much better around the rim. That was something he didn't do last year, relying too much on his jumper. So if he adds something to his game, which I think he will, and then you've got Nikhil, who looks like he's ready to be that 18 to 20-point scorer, that third scorer every team yeah. needs uh, once Zion's back. And then you've got the guys filling in those holes around him. Jonas getting your bucket when, when he's open or catches a pass and um, especially near the rim, or Devontae Graham, because everybody's focusing on Zion and B.I. He's going to burn you with the three ball. So we, we saw what I think is going to be actually a pretty darn good starting lineup once they get that cohesiveness, get their feet under themselves. And, of course, the bench, they're going to provide that, that spark, and, and led by Najee Marshall. I thought his defense mm-hmm. yesterday Eric, yep. was incredible. He upset mm-hmm. Tobias Harris. He chased around other Philadelphia shooters. 
And I thought the Pelicans in general defensively did a great job until that fourth quarter where, honestly, they got hit in the mouth with Cork Maz's incredible shooting display. And then yes, the guys kind of just, you know, the effort waned after that. If I have one criticism, it's still on the defensive side of the ball. Look, I saw I saw much more effort at times and energy. But, again, still the inability to be able to, again, find the shooters, realize who the scorers are, uh, you know, not getting out quick enough. Look, in the NBA, if you don't have a hand in somebody's face, it's too late. They're not going to shut down. And they were a little bit late at times on their rotations. Hopefully that's going to come in time. Right. Yeah, in, in the first half, they – the game plan was let um, Jonas Valanciunas was going to let Embiid shoot, you know, the, the long perimeter shots, and he did. And of course, he made them. I think a few other Sixers did as well. But I thought they did a good job on staying on the shooters. Right, Seth Curry, um, he didn't he didn't burn them, but for a couple of threes. I don't think Danny Green, but attempted one of those threes um, for their team. No, it was the bench that really hurt him. Niang, Korkmaz, and in the second half, right, it, it was just the floodgates because yeah. the, these uh, Pelicans. Haven't been around long enough. Don't know how to play those 48 minutes, uh, you know, from start to finish well. And then, Eric, when, when things are going your way offensively, you're going to start, you know, hanging your head just a little bit. And, and just that's all the Philadelphia Sixers needed yesterday was just a little bit of space, and they took advantage of it. Yeah. Um, let's, let's shift gears from, from last night's game to – well, before that, let, 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 critique Willie Green for me. Uh, your, your thoughts on again, how he coached in his first game. I thought he did, a, he did a good job because rotations that weren't working, he quickly went away from when Philadelphia, you know, made a, a small run. He was calling timeouts. These were things that Stan Van Gundy honestly didn't do in the first couple of months, I thought, last year consistently. Um, I thought his strategy of starting Josh Hart was reasonably okay, right? I thought maybe Najee Marshall would have made for a better selection, but maybe there was a reason why he wanted Josh Hart's experience instead. Um, because they're both the same type of caliber player. And I thought, you know, starting Nikhil, you know, even though he's probably better suited for a six-man role once this team is healthy, to go ahead and start him. Um, so he pushed a lot of the right buttons, like I said, running the high uh, offense through bound tunes in the high post, I thought worked at times. Brandon Ingram now had a couple of posts up. So mm-hmm. I saw things that we didn't see last year that gives me hope that, yeah, Willie Green's probably going to be just all right as, as a coach, especially in his rookie season. All right, let's shift gears to Zion. Um, I had Doug Mouton on the TV show today. He thinks he could lose, he could, he could miss as many as 22 games. That's that's him. Um, we had a report yesterday that he had ballooned to over 300 pounds during uh, during the off season. Uh, I had a, a report out there that uh, he got injured and had the surgery without the knowledge of, of the New Orleans Pelicans front office. Uh, go go through a couple of those rumors. Are you buying into any of this? Is this just uh, social media chatter? Somebody trying to get some clicks? Or is there something to this? No. The first one, I don't believe at all that he ended up getting surgery and without the Pelicans entirely not knowing. That one, I've already asked about behind the scenes, did not happen from people that I trust. As for his timeline, I've heard various things. A week ago, I heard that he could possibly be back by the end of this month. Pelicans have a okay. three-game homestand. And particularly mm-hmm. that Knicks game was circled right at the end of the month, on, coming on a Saturday. But I, I'm not sure if that's going to happen anymore. Things have quieted down just a little bit. But I do know that Zion is improving in terms of his conditioning quickly. Um, and I think it was a little bit noticeable in, in his attire yesterday and from talking to some people that the weight's already starting to come off. So my thought was initially that if the doctors give him the okay and he's going to be under minutes restriction anyway, why not then right. if the next imaging is a big thumbs up, 
go ahead and make the next step of him, you know, seeing 15, 20 minutes a game rather than do, you wasting that time, or not wasting that time, but spending it in uh, the practice facilities because you're going to be holding him uh, back regardless, severely limiting. So I've heard some people saying, yeah, maybe he's a month away, but I honestly think, still think he's going to come back sooner than that. It's not going to be till Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm looking at maybe at the latest three weeks from the day from everything, like I said, from what I'm hearing. And how many games is that off the top of your head? Uh, is, is that three weeks? Would fifteen be, games? Yeah, is off that off the top of my head, Eric? I want to say probably about another fifteen, sixteen more. Yeah, so it's See, not that's good, tough, man. You, when when, when you lose a guy like that for the first quarter of your season, I mean that is just rough. Yeah. I mean it really is. And then you got guys that are that are trying to, uh, you know, make up for the his loss. Guys start taking on different roles, and then when he comes back, it, it changes completely because he's such a ball not dominant player. Uh, just not a really good start. Hopefully, again, they'll be able to tread water here. Uh, about his attire last night, take it from a fat guy, Ollie. Uh, uh, an all-black suit is very, very slimming. No, it is. And I know that <laughs> trick, too, as well, Eric. I've, I've been seriously overweight at times in my life as well. But I'll tell you what, I was up close to him, and I was up close to him during media day. And there was a right? different size to him, without a doubt to me, regardless of what he was wearing. Beautiful. Now, um, with your expectations, got about a minute and a half. What are your expectations for Friday night? I'm hoping they can find a way to win because this Bulls team, while we saw them in preseason, Wallace, the Pelicans, and their starting five is impressive. I am not impressed by their bench. Um, I, I feel like that you can take advantage of them there. So if you can somehow either keep either DeRozan or Levine under wraps somewhat and just you know drive Lonzo Ball off the three-point line, that severely handicaps their team offensively as long as you're not giving them easy transition buckets off of your own mistakes. So if you play smart, which the Pelicans did reasonably, right? They didn't have an insane amount of turnovers in last night's game. Do that and uh, just you know play a game, more game 48-minute type of game from start to finish. I think they'll have a legitimate chance to win. Can't expect them to have those missed bunnies nor get the free throw uh, or not right. get the free throw line as much as they did in last night's game. I'm with you. Tell the folks about your fantastic site, podcast, how, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks a lot, Eric. You can catch all of our work over at SB Nation, all one word, thebirdrights.com. And, uh, yeah, season and swing. We're up and active. Podcasts, articles, you name it. So please check out the site. Thank you, my friend. Checking with you next week. We'll be talking about a little bit of a turnaround by the Pels in the early season. They need to do it. I hope we can talk about that for sure. Yep. No doubt about it. Thanks. Have a great weekend. I like to sell the bird rights. All right. Uh, well, get ready to wrap it up here on, on Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if your AC breaks down, if you're looking for a generator, electrical needs, also, again, a brand-new air conditioner heating system, need to get that heater checked out before the uh, winter months, think Burkhardt. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you trust. It is Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. 
Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customer. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. The shift from warm days to cooler and cozier ones just makes you want to switch up your look. Luckily, Ulta Beauty's gorgeous hair event is happening now, so you can discover your best hair this fall. Get up to 50% off hair care essentials from your favorite brands like Briogeo and Revlon and restore your hair with incredible deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from brands like Redken. So don't miss out. This event ends October 23rd. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Okay, my shipments have to get to customers on time and looking good. It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has small business shipping covered with premium shipping supplies and UPS shipping services. And now, buy two, get one free on select shipping supplies like bubble roll and premium shipping boxes. Plus, get 20% off UPS Express shipping services. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1030. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. People from all over Louisiana are taking advantage of five years zero interest financing at Diamonds Direct. But time is running out. You have until this Saturday to take advantage of this amazing offer. How about a $10,000 engagement ring for just $167 a month? Everything's included. Plus, a portion of proceeds from every purchase will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. This is the last week to take advantage of this offer. Five years zero interest financing through Saturday only and only at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Uh, I want to thank our, our guest, uh, Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, also um, uh, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick and uh, Gary Smith of uh, Noel.com and the Wave Report. You know, we talked yesterday a lot about um, the mayor and the possibility of, uh, of, uh, of uh, uh, curtailing uh, parade routes, shortening by about 50%, starting at St. Uh, uh, Charles and, and Napoleon, uh, or, or Demian moving to the St. Charles route. Uh, a lot of people are getting wind of this now, and uh, just the uh, there was a statement put out by by City Hall that no decisions have been made. So, folks, squeaky wheel gets the all. If you don't want your uh, your Mardi Gras interrupted, you might want to get out there and 
make sure folks know exactly what the deal is, uh, again, on how you feel about, again, your upcoming Mardi Gras. I want to thank uh, uh, Rudy back at studio. I want to thank you for listening. Thanks to all of our great sponsors, including our, our title sponsor, the Oceana Grill Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Also, to all our fantastic sponsors, go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. And, of course, Doug Mouton joins me in the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports right now on WLA-TV. Right now, Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Kenny Trahan coming up next. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Without a fight, better know that right.